What's up, everyone? Welcome back to my second episode of I'm Here For It. I am so excited and so thankful for everyone who has reached out to me on my first episode that I dropped. It was short and sweet, just how we like it. I want to especially thank the people who have given me tips, advice, and things that I can do better because I think if you don't listen to your clients or your customers or your listeners or whatever platform that you're on, you truly don't know, or I don't want to say you don't know, but you truly can't grow as a business or whatever you're doing if you're not listening to who's essentially listening or buying anything from you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to give besitos and hugs and everything to you guys because seriously, I definitely like when people give me constructive criticism. I think it lets you grow as a person because, you know, you just can't live in your own bubble if you're trying to start something and you're generally making it for the public. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, This episode and the next episodes are probably going to be a little bit longer than the first one. Um, So this episode, I want to do a little Q&A so you guys get to know me a little better. Um, If you don't already, I'm sorry if you're one of my closest friends and I probably hound you down to listen to my podcast, but thank you guys. I love you all. So here we go. I like stunning, I like shining, I like million dollar deals, where's my pen, bitch I'm signing, I like those Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. Alright, so I'm going to get into this. I'm probably going to start with really broad questions and then get a little bit more detailed as I go down this list. But if you already know me, I'm going to challenge you to drink to the questions that you get right. Um, Because I'm going to see who really knows me. So here we go. My name, my first name is Melissa. um, But fun fact, my parents pronounce my name and how they wanted it to be pronounced it's actually Melissa and my full name is Melissa Adriana Santiago um I'm 22 years old my birthday is in October October 21st is my birthday so I am a Libra I love all the like zodiac memes that are on Instagram right now I think they're so funny and when I find the ones that are like just so spot on to me I'm always reposting them I think they're so funny Um, My favorite color is yellow. I love the color yellow. I think it's just so bright and so happy. It's like a happy color. So my favorite holiday is actually July 4th because my mom was born on July 4th. So we always have a really big party, um, but last summer we didn't because she really wanted to go see J-Lo, and it was so fun at Summerfest. Um, So some other questions about me... Um, I got, how many kids do I want? So I actually want four kids. I have an older sister who is 10 and a half years older than me, and we have a really big age gap. I love her to death, but I do wish we were a little bit closer. Um, in high school, I had a lot of my friends have, you know, brothers and sisters who were, you know, a year or two older or younger. And I always felt like I was the odd one out because my sister went to high school like 10 years before me, but that's fine. So I prefer my kids to be closer in age and, you know, have one another. So, yeah, I want four kids. Um, Where did you go to college? I went to college, or I go to college right now at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I'm majoring in criminology and law studies. It's super awesome. So I love my major. I love everything about it. And ever since I chose that major, I just truly have never stopped 
having interest in it. So that's when you know that you have picked a major for that just like suits you. So yes, I study criminology and law studies. Um, so I got asked, how have you gotten any or have you gotten any internship and what are your experiences? So yes, I've had a handful of experiences and or I had a handful of internships while at Marquette. I have interned at the courthouse. Um, I'm currently interning at the Milwaukee Police Department, which side note, I'm probably going to do a podcast with my supervisors because they're super awesome. And I actually very much enjoy my internship because I get to learn a lot and you get to see a lot. So it's never really a dull moment um, currently at my internship. So yeah, I'm at MPD. I previously was at the courthouse. I also worked for a law firm downtown. So that's not really an internship, but still an experience that has let me grow within my major. So I'm really thankful for all the experiences that I've had so far. Um, my next question is if I'm looking for any jobs after graduation. So Currently, I'm only looking for part-time work because I applied for grad school and I applied for the data analytics and criminal justice um, program, master's program at Marquette. So I have my fingers crossed. I definitely will update you guys if I do get in. Um, It's within my major, within the criminology and law studies department. So that's really nice. It's kind of just, I've I've taken like two classes already that is involved or surrounded by this program and I absolutely loved it. So pretty much being a data analyst, I'm sorry, data analyst for um, really any government agency is what this program is about. And it pretty much studies the statistical, you know, background of, you know, policing. So it's a very much data driven police judgment instead of um, judgment based. So I think it's something that's very much needed within our criminal justice system, um, a way to transform it. But I'm not going to get into that right now. And I'm going to save that for another episode on what I think about it, um, being that it's my major. So my next question is, what is my best achievement? I think my best achievement is getting into Marquette. Um, Being at Marquette really changed my perspective of like what I wanted to do in my life. Um, At first, when I first started college, I thought it was going to be a bilingual teacher um but I soon found out that that just wasn't my path in life and when I got to Marquette and I started criminology and law studies I just really found my path and my passion of what I wanted to pretty much make my life out of I do have dreams of going to law school and I definitely know that I will achieve that one day but it's absolutely one step at a time right now and I think I have to take the opportunities that I have in front of me um and not pretty not jump the gun too much so Um, law school is definitely in my horizon of things that I want to do and I definitely think I will achieve it one day but I think I'm gonna go the route of grad school right now and achieving my master's degree hopefully um, because I definitely think that our justice system is in need of data analysts Um, if you want to know more about it I probably will do a episode all about like what I study and all that stuff because I definitely think it's something important right now and a lot more I think more people just need to be aware of it so going into the next questions um these are kind of just more fun a little bit more detailed but 
my next question that was asked is, am I a dog person or am I a cat person? And I definitely am a dog person. I have a little dog. Her name is Sophie. I love her so much. She is half schnauzer, half poodle. So she's a schnoodle. It's kind of a fun word to say, but she's a diva and I love her so much. Um, if anybody knows me, knows that I just recently took her to my parents' house in Florida, and it was the experience. Oh my God, I've never flown with a dog before, so it was definitely something that I'm just, I just never experienced that. And honestly, like, if you, word of advice, if you gave your dog like sedation pills or just like calm pills, pretty much like Benadryl for dogs, just to knock them out a little bit. Make sure you read the bottle because you don't want to give them the whole thing when you're supposed to just give them like a fourth of it. So don't OD your dog like I almost. So moving forward to the next question, it is one makeup product that you can't live without. And I don't think I could live without my gloss and my chapstick. I don't know if chapstick falls under the like makeup category, but I can't live without chapstick or gloss. And the next question is actually, are you a matte person or are you a gloss person and I definitely am a glossy person I don't think that you can never go wrong with a gloss when you're doing your makeup and I love the Too Faced injection ones that make your lips like a little bit more plumpier definitely definitely one of my favorites so my next question is what is my favorite tv show I'm gonna pause if you are one of my closest friends and you don't know this question I'm gonna be so sad my favorite tv show is that 70s show I have been a diehard that 70s show fan probably since high school that's when I first started watching it and I I just love that show so much I've watched every single episode every single season probably three times and I could watch it four more times if I if I have the time to following that I um the next question is what is your favorite nail color I'm definitely a nude or very like pastel color um nail color person I not really like into like very bold colors. I had a phase of it last summer and it just was not me. I'm a very like neutral, plain Jane, minimalist person. Like that's just like my style. So I definitely like am in like the nude bracket. Like sometimes I really love doing like a bright red. Like I love, I just like red in general. So I definitely will do like a bright red, but I kind of just stick to like one color for my nails And, like, for all my girls that go get, like, shellac or, like, dip, like, there's just this, when you go pick your color, there's always, like, a ring that's, like, your, like, peaches and then your nudes and stuff like that. And I literally just, like, go around the ring, like, a hundred times and just pick from those colors. So, um, my nail tech is amazing. I love her so much. And she just knows what colors I like. So, Um, next question is what is my favorite season? I have, I guess my favorite season is fall, but I love summer too. So I love summer because like there's so many things to do in Milwaukee, but I also love fall because that's my birthday. So those, I would say my top two seasons that I love are fall and summer. And the next question is how tall am I? I am five foot four. I thought I was five foot three at one point but then I went to the doctor for a physical and I actually am five foot four so I think I grew or she was lying to me so we're gonna go with five foot four that's what I put on my driver's license um what is my favorite meal to cook at home um I don't think I have a favorite meal because I love cooking and I don't want to like toot my own horn but I think I'm a pretty good cook 
My boyfriend says I'm really good at it, and he likes my food. He doesn't throw up from it, so I guess that's a good, that's a good perspective to see if I'm a good cook. But I, I love cooking, and during this quarantine, cooking has been such a therapeutical thing for me because I just put my headphones in. I usually listen to one of my favorite podcasts, and I just am in my own world. That and baking. I don't know what it is. I love doing it. I make some killer banana bread and really good chocolate chip cookies. Oh, my favorite is oatmeal cookies. Oh, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite to make. But um, I can say that my favorite meal that I have made for me is my dad's um, boyo guisao. And if you're Puerto Rican, you know what that is. It is so good with some white rice on the side and some amarillos. Oh my God, I can taste it in my mouth. It's so good. Um, so that's pretty, that's my favorite meal, but I haven't mastered it yet the way that my dad does. I've tried to make it, but it just does not come out the same. My dad is an amazing cook and I love watching him cook and just observing him and like picking up different recipes from him. I remember I made... If you guys are Puerto Rican, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I made my first ever, like, habichuelas, and I just did it from the memory of watching him, and they didn't come out as bad. I mean, I did miss some things, but I think I mastered it at this point. So that is that on food. Um, My next is my go-to cocktail. Okay, anybody who's listening to this, again, if you're one of my best friends, my go-to cocktails, I have two. One is a Moscow Mule. Those are my favorite. Moscow Mules, oh my God, I could drink those all day. Especially when I was in Vegas, I tried like a cucumber flavor one, strawberry flavor. Oh, they're just so good. But if you don't like ginger beer, you're not going to like them. Um, And lime. If you're not a big lime person, you're not going to like them. My next favorite go-to at the bar. I think this is like my go-to at the bar drink because when I order a Moscow Mule, it's usually more at the bar and it takes longer because sometimes people don't know how to make it. And I'm like, how don't you know how to make a Moscow Mule? It's literally vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice. That's it. And limes if you want to be like fancy. But my go-to drink at the bar is a vodka water with limes, not lime juice, limes. I know that sounds like crazy, but it's actually not bad. I definitely, I like lime juice and I just don't like feeling bloated when I'm at the bar or really anywhere that drinking is going on. I used to drink cranberry vodkas all the time, but the juice would just make me feel so gross. So to resolve that, you just sub out the cranberry for water. You water down the vodka, you add some limes on top, boom, so good. If you don't like that, get a vodka water and bring your own Mio squirt things to the bar. It'll save you money. You're welcome. Um, so next is, am I a Vogue person or a Cosmo person? And I am a Vogue person. I love everything in a Vogue magazine. So definitely Vogue. Following that, um, am I a chocolate person or am I a vanilla person? I definitely am a vanilla person. I, like I said, I'm very like plain Jane. I honestly like vanilla ice cream is so good to me. I don't need anything else in there. Um, except my favorite is a concrete mixer from Culver's with vanilla, strawberry, and Oreos. So good. And if they, if I'm going to treat myself, it's vanilla, strawberry, and cheesecake. But sometimes these Culver's don't have cheesecake, which is very rude. Um, so those are my two favorite, um, concrete mixers from Culver's if you guys wanted to know. So my next question is my favorite type of M&M. So 
Fun fact, I am not a chocolate person. Like, I will eat, like, Oreos or Snickers because they have caramel in it, but I can't drink chocolate milk. I can't eat chocolate ice cream. I don't like fudge. Um, I'm just not big in chocolate, and I remember when I was little, like, people would offer me, like, like adults, like, to make kids feel better. Like, oh, do you want a piece of chocolate? I'm like, eh, I don't like chocolate. Like, I was that weird little girl that didn't like chocolate. So I'm not a really big chocolate fan. I am definitely, like, more of a vanilla, strawberry, caramel person. So M&M, I, I mean, if they were mixed in with, like, vanilla ice cream, I would eat them. Um, but I, I just can't eat M&Ms just plain. So I know that sounds really weird, but I just, I just can't eat them. I just can't eat them. I guess by themselves, I should say. I can eat them in, like, cookies. Like, I'll eat them in cookies. Um, Like, in chocolate, for chocolate, like, I'll eat chocolate chip cookies because it's, like, mixed in. I just can't have, I just, I can't, I shouldn't say I can't have. I just don't like chocolate, like, if I was eating it off a spoon or, like, yeah, I just can't do it. Um, My favorite cereal, I know this is going to sound really weird, but I love Special K. I know that sounds so backwards, but... I love Special K cereal, and my friend Maddie, if you are listening, Honey Oats Special K cereal is the best, and she knows our inside joke with that because it, oh my god, that that cereal, cereal slaps. I, I don't care what anybody says, that cereal, Special K cereal, oats, honey, with almond milk, oh, can't get any better than that, but if I was to pick a very sugary cereal that I'm guess, guessing like everyone else's like favorite cereal is, I would probably say um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's what I used to love as when I used to, gr- like when I would eat it. All right, so my next question is, what is one of your biggest life lessons? And I think one of my biggest life lessons is truly um, just being aware and watching out who you trust with your information and whether it's information that is personal, whether if it's information that involves family or really anything it's just being cautious of like who you're telling that to because I think that people might have the right intentions but you just truly don't know what's being said behind your back and what where where and what your information is being told to or how it's being told so I think my biggest life lesson is knowing who I need to who I need to have in my life and who is just not needed because there's just a lot of negativity that comes with that or a lot of drama or whatever the case is because I think with that if you see a friend or a person that you are involved with in a relationship and you see how that person treats other people when they're not around or how they treat how they simply talk about people when they're not around or what they do behind others backs that you know of I think that that's essentially how they're going to treat you. Whether you like it or not, I think that person, if they're okay with doing it to somebody else and saying something about somebody else or intentionally doing something to hurt somebody else, they're going to do it to you. Like, I think, I don't think I can get more clear than that. So that's definitely one of my biggest life lessons is truly knowing who and who doesn't need to be in my life that I can trust with my whole heart. So that was, that's probably number one. 
My next question is, what's one of your favorite memories from college? And I think I have way too many to say one. So a few of my favorite memories are the trips that I've taken with my friends, either to Florida, Nashville, Vegas, really anywhere. And my weekend trips down to Chicago to see my best friend, Aliana, who is literally my sister. Um, She has introduced me to so many people who I know are going to be a part of my life after college. I think that Chicago is such a fun place and she has definitely let me um, explore the city with her and going to different places, trying new food. Like I love Chicago. I think it's such a fun place to visit. I don't think I've ever had a bad time down there. So that's definitely one of my favorite memories of college is just visiting Aliana down there and just having the time of our lives and exploring. So my next question is how to know when to leave a friendship or a relationship. So this kind of ties back to one of the biggest life lessons. I think in either a friendship or relationship, if you generally don't think that it is good for you, or if you are having trust issues with one of your best friends or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, I think that that should in itself should show you. I definitely am all about forgiveness and giving people second chances because I do think that mistakes happen, but I don't think that if mistakes are continuously, then that's not a mistake. That's a, um, I think that's intentional at that point. So I think at that point, I feel that it is up to you and you should know within your own intuition and your own gut feeling that you know is this for me is this friendship bringing me any positivity is this relationship letting me grow as a person is this person that I'm in a relationship letting like allowing us both to grow is this a mature friendship is this a mature relationship I think those are questions that you should ask yourself whether or I should say before ending something or removing someone from your life. If that person is truly not there to see you grow and prosper, I don't think that that's a person that you should have in your life. And that's just my own opinion, because if they don't want good for you, then what are they doing? Like, why are they there? Are they, like, if it's a friend, is it just like a deadbeat friend that's bringing you down? Like, if there's, if your friend is being constantly so negative, like, why, why do you have them around? I think that you should fill your life with positive people and people that are like there to push you to be a better person and push you to be the best version of yourself. And that goes with a relationship too. If your significant other is truly not pushing you to be the best person and become somebody, because if you see yourself marrying this person, then that person should be your number one cheerleader and your number one supporter, no matter what the case is. Like that is your ride or die. So I think that in general, when you know when to leave someone or when to leave a friendship behind, you'll just generally know. I think that being at this age, you kind of know and you will weed out who is for you and who needs to be in your life. All right, so I just want to close up today's episode right there. Thank you guys so much for listening to my first Q&A and stay tuned for next week's episode of I'm Here For It. A broken heart that no one else could see. I drew a smile on my face to paper over me. But wounds heal when tears dry and cracks they don't show. So don't be so hard on yourself, no.